0: Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things, simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. How are you doing? How's your garden? How's the weather? How are things? I have neglected the garden weeding, and it shows. Got some great tomatoes this year. Thankfully, something happened last year where chipmunks were messing with the tomatoes and taking bites out of them that didn't happen this year I'm thankful for that I got some cucumbers that I'm pickling now that's working out really well squash worked out really well corn's not quite ready yet but looks good The, the my herb garden is thriving I saved dill seeds I'd, I'd let the dill go to seed at the end of last season, save the seeds, planted. it. It's going crazy huge, putting dill on everything. Oregano's thriving. Sage is thriving. Rosemary's thriving. Mint is out of control, too much out of control. Let's see. Peppers didn't work. I don't know what happened. Last year, I had so many peppers. I was pickling peppers like crazy, eating peppers, putting peppers on everything. Save the seeds. Seeds didn't take this year zero peppers. And I planted, I think four different kinds of pepper seeds, goose egg, nothing. What, ha- what happened? what I do? Does anyone know? what I do wrong? Maybe nothing. Kale's doing well. Little holes from bugs. It's okay. Knock them off, wash them off, eat the kale. Spinach. Okay. Lettuce. Not good. I uh, can't remember right now anything else. How's your garden? Do you, do you plant things? I like gardening. I don't really work as hard at it as, a, as I kind of romanticize in my mind that I will. But I sure do enjoy it. Something about being in the earth. I get really single-minded and meditative, which is nice. I got to say, the, the this has been a great boon summer. It, it's just felt good. It's been great in the neighborhood with friends. We've gotten outside a lot. Kids running around outside having a good time, which I'm so thankful for. But how, how are you? I'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and email me at jason at thingsaboutthings.com. I would love to hear from you and how you're doing. Jason at thingsaboutthings.com. And speaking of thingsaboutthings.com, if you'd like to become a patron of the podcast, there's a website called Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. You can go to patreon.com slash thingsaboutthings and become a patron of this podcast for as little as $1 per month. And then the higher you go, the more fun perks and things and prizes and all that that you would get from me mailing them to you. But those there are are 101 people right now that are patrons of the podcast, and the podcast wouldn't exist without the patrons. So I just want to say thank you to the currently 101 of you. Uh, You're the reason I have uh, this microphone I'm speaking into. You're the reason I have a website that I pay for and the platform to record and to save all the the files for the podcast. you're the reason I got a little bit of a a lighting setup and some better quality lights and things like that for some t- teaching video shorts that I'm working on. You're the reason that I've hired a professional videographer and editor who's been getting b-roll of something I've been working on for over a year now that's just going to be uh, just one teaching short, just a video that's only going to be a few minutes long and it's I don't want to go too much of it. Too much into it right now, but I will say it involves all four seasons of the year. Uh, it, it involves a mulberry tree. And so be listening in about the progress about a mulberry tree. And hopefully that video will come out this fall. But yeah, if you want to become a patron of the podcast, go to patreon.com slash things about things and things about things and toss a buck or to my way per month. It goes a long way. It all it all adds up. It really does, and I'm really thankful. All right. Before I get into the content here for today's episode, just want to give a quick disclaimer that I didn't script this out. This is just from my heart. I'm going to likely Fail to say all I could say or should say. I will likely fail at all appropriate vocabulary, words, and terms, phrases, definitions. But please know that it is from my heart and I hope that it is helpful. I hope that it brings a little bit of healing and I hope that others like myself, would be willing to echo some of these sentiments that I share. So thanks for listening. This episode of Things About Things is brought to you by Hatchet Coffee here in Boone. Whether you live in Boone currently or used to live in Boone or have come on vacation to Boone, you most likely have heard of and most likely have tried and enjoyed a nice beverage at Hatchet Coffee. And because you're a listener of Things About Things, you can get 20% off your purchase online. Mmm, You know that how they just lightly roast that stuff and they package it and all that nice pretty goodness and you know that the money's Actually going in the right places, and that the people that actually grew the coffee and are the farmers are actually getting paid a fair wage, and the staff at Hatchet are actually getting paid a fair wage and enjoy their jobs and their paychecks and the people that they work with. And you know when you go and sit in there or outside of there, how good and yummy that stuff is. So if you no longer live in Boone, you might not even know that Hatchet has a an online store that you can buy stuff and they deliver it to you. They're not yet to the place that they can give you, you know, a hot beverage in the mail, but you can get some of their coffee, either whole bean or ground. So here's what you do to get 20% off an online purchase at Hatchet. You go to hatchetcoffee.com and then click all the fun things you want to buy. And then when it's time, right before checkout, you enter the discount code things. So go to hatchetcoffee.com and then Enter the discount code THINGS to get 20% off your order. This one has been a long time in the making, swirling around in my heart. Like I said earlier, I'm sure I'll say things wrong. I'm sure I won't define things properly. But it really is from my heart. And the topic, heterosexual privilege, which I would define as living without ever having to deal with or f- face or cope with difficulties due to being heterosexual. I know that's kind of a casual definition, I'm sure leaving a lot out. And I'd like for you to go back and listen. If I leave something out about privilege in general, I might have addressed it. I did. I might have addressed it in a previous episode. I've done one on white privilege and I did one on male privilege. And being white and male adds to the privilege of heterosexual privilege, in my opinion, in my experiences. But I'm not really going to lean into and speak about the white male aspects of privilege in this Episode that much. That's going to be a, an emphasis on heterosexual privilege, but just wanted to from the get go acknowledge that not every heterosexual has the same level of privilege as a different heterosexual might. Namely, when you start adding other privileges such as white, such as male. Nevertheless, things like getting married, public recognition of and support for intimate relationships, insurance, paid leave from employment regarding celebrating or grieving the death of a partner, and inheriting uh, automatically if a partner passes, sharing health insurance, immediate access to loved one's in hospital type of situation, owning property together, per- purchasing property, owning property, and selling property together, uh, filing taxes together, public displays of affection together, kissing, hugging, etc. Uh, talking about relationships in general together, uh, going on vacations together and talking about those vacations F- uh, planning for family, uh, family planning, and talking about how you and your partner are planning for family. Uh, not being questioned in general. I mean, I, I, I've, I, I'm, I don't get questioned as a, as a heterosexual who's married to my partner. I don't get questioned about the normalcy of that. I don't get s- clarifying questions from people, whether they be Friends, family, or even strangers. I don't. I don't get that. Um, being employed at different types of establishments, uh, raising children, uh, with, with uh, raising children without having a bunch of questions about that posed to me. Um, traveling without fear of being harmed or killed because of my sexual orientation. These are not things that I think about. These are not things that I have faced or struggled with. I have heterosexual privilege. I don't go on vacation with my partner and think about where we're going and how the places that we'll go and visit might have people who would want to harm me because of my sexual orientation. The thought has not occurred to me. That's privilege. And again, for those of you who maybe have a hard time hearing words like privilege, it's not an accusation against myself or you for being heterosexual. That's not the point. The, it's not It's not an accusation or a or some sort of blame for having a specific sexual orientation, i.e. heterosexual, cis. It's not, it's, there's nothing wrong or bad about being heterosexual. It's just that in the culture that we live in, there are privileges that come along with that and I want to acknowledge those privileges and go further than simply acknowledging them and saying that those privileges exist. For bad reasons. They exist because they've been advanced and continued in ways that are harmful. I'm going to go back through some of these lists again. If you, based on your orientation, have ever, if it's been difficult for you to think about, plan for, or, or talk about getting married, if it's been difficult to publicly recognize an intimate relationship with, uh, someone that you would consider your partner, someone that you're with, if you've ever had a hard time figuring out how to get paid leave from work based on celebrating or grieving, um, due to your orientation and, and your partner being, um, and, and, and not having to Clarify something or fill out something that justifies something. If if, if you've ever had a hard time inheriting uh, money or inheriting an estate, if you've ever had a hard time sharing uh, health insurance or figuring out the details of health insurance simply based on not being heterosexual. If you've ever been denied access, or have had difficulty gaining immediate access to your loved ones in a in a hospital type of situation, if you've ever um, had a hard time due to your orientation, it being more difficult for you to purchase property, own property, sell property, file taxes, if it if you've ever been, when it comes to public displays of affection, if anyone has ever said anything to you about you to your face behind your back that made you feel as if you somehow were not supposed to be kissing or hugging your partner or holding their hand if you've ever felt a hesitation to be able to have the freedom to without you know without negative consequence the freedom to be able to talk about a relationship a vacation with your partner family planning with your partner if you've ever been questioned about the normalcy of your relationship, if you've ever been denied employment, if you've ever had difficulty either physically doing or speaking to someone about raising children because of your orientation, if you've ever planned a trip and you went out of town or or it doesn't have to be a trip, maybe just the town you live in, but I'm I'm thinking specifically about traveling. If, If you've ever had to think about where you would go and how you might be mistreated, being afraid of being harmed or even killed because of your orientation. Uh, it, if you li- live with your partner and, and for any, whatever reason, because you, of your orientation, you somehow don't feel like you can be open about that relationship without fear. If, if you have a difficult time receiving validation about your relationships, that's, that's another one I didn't mention earlier. Part of heterosexual privilege is a seemingly constant validation and support of a relationship, specifically within a, a religious community. But I'm, but more than that, of course, social acceptance in general, just the society just affirming that kind of decision. So if you have, if you have not received that validation, if you have not received that acceptance. I'm sorry. I, I'm i really sorry. And I'll go further with it and just say that that I'm sorry that I haven't done more or said more to try to bring healing to that, progress to that. I think for a lot of years for a lot of years there have been there have been people that assumed that i was on their side uh, people that are not heterosexual that have assumed that i'm with them and on their side and affirm them and and am with them and that those assumptions i think are were based on my actions not my words if that makes any sense and and i think that's a good thing i mean actions are good so if you are queer and you have felt loved by me in any way shape or form whether it be something that i've said on a stage on a podcast at a wedding in conversation uh or or some action that i've taken or or action that i didn't take that somehow was helpful now, hopefully you, you saw that and, and felt some affirmation there and support, but but at the same time, what I'm what I'm saying is that I'm also very aware that for the last decade plus living in Boone, I have been mostly silent in specific vocabulary. And I'm really sorry for that. I'm sorry that I haven't said more. I'm sorry that I let abstract ways of talking about it suffice. I'm sorry for posts that I haven't done. I'm sorry that I haven't done more posts on social media and I haven't said more things. That being said, I, I I'm not saying that people have to get on the internet and do a podcast with words to somehow be affirming and supportive because not everybody has that role in the world, not everybody wants that role in the world, and I don't think you have to somehow be on social media and 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 creating podcasts to somehow do the right thing and say the right thing. That's not really my point. I, I but my point for me is that I have had a platform for almost my whole adult life where people have listened to th- things that I have said on a stage on um in in conversations and you know in living rooms on you know of course then on videos and podcasts. And I and I have remained mostly silent on this topic. And that was wrong. And I could get into reasons why I wanted to remain silent, but none of those reasons would suffice as all they would be are lame excuses. So I'll just say I've been trying to have my actions show affirmation, which I think is, of course, a good thing in life to do for people. But I think my silence is something that I need to apologize for. And so I'm apologizing now both to my queer friends as well as my heterosexual friends. In case you didn't know, I am acknowledging and want to continue to acknowledge my heterosexual privilege and say that it is not good that there is heterosexual privilege and that we need to continue to do the work so that all people are treated fairly with love I'm going to continue with some of this This something I found online These are examples, more examples of heterosexual privilege. And here's a, here's a definition that I found online. So these are not my words. And actually a lot of what I was sharing before, these are just sort of like things that I found online and paraphrased and copied and pasted. So a lot of the, there's certain phrases that I, you know, I, I didn't come up with these phrases on my own, but this I'm reading an exact definition here, not my own. Heterosexual privilege, unearned, often unconscious or taken for granted benefits afforded to heterosexuals in a heterosexist society based on their sexual orientation so here's some examples of heterosexual privilege i am not identified or labeled by my sexual orientation this is this is a basic one and i would just i would just say yeah i mean my whole life it was just if I spoke of my of a dating relationship or my marriage relationship, it wasn't like, "Hey, do you know that you know that straight guy, Jason?" Um, here's another one: No one questions the normal normality of my sexuality, or believes that my sexuality was quote caused by s- trauma. No one's ever said that to me about my sexuality. Nobody's ever suggested that. Here's another one. I do not have to fear that my family, friends, or co-workers will find out about my sexual orientation and that their knowing will have negative consequences for me. Never. And it breaks my heart to even think of that. I know that that's the case for some of you. I know that that's the case, and I'm so sorry, and it shouldn't be like that. And we have a lot of work to do to resolve that and to make that where that is no longer the case. It's not fair. It's not right. It's harmful. It's hateful. It's hurtful. It's wrong. Let's fix it together. Uh, Here's another one. My sexual orientation, if known to others, is not used to exclude me from any profession or organization. So I would say that most of the things that I've done for income in my life, if I was not heterosexual, and actually in this particular case, I would even probably say if I was not white male heterosexual, but again, that's kind of another nuanced conversation in and of itself, I wouldn't have got the jobs. Within the context of heterosexual. If I were interviewing and if I was anything other than heterosexual, I would not have got the job. I can say that with a lot of confidence for most of the things that I've done to earn money. And so I'm acknowledging that. It doesn't mean that I shouldn't have had those jobs or any of that. It doesn't mean that I should feel bad that I'm heterosexual. Again, if you're heterosexual and you're listening to this and you're feeling very defensive right now, this isn't about uh, this isn't this isn't an accusation against you for being attracted to people of the same gender. It isn't. It's not an accusation against that. Uh, your your queer friends and family love you and love and support your orientation. Well, I mean, I don't know all of your queer friends and family, but I'm assuming that they do, that they support you and your orientation. This is about unfair privilege that you have because of that orientation. Get it? Same thing with white privilege. Same thing with male privilege. Uh, this list has some that I've already covered, like immediate access, hospital situation. Let me read more here. People don't ask me why I chose my sexual orientation and why I choose to be so open about it. That doesn't happen to me. No one's ever said, no one's ever addressed that with me, why I chose, they don't use that language, right? When If I do a post about, uh, Kimberly, an anniversary or a birthday, nobody says, why Why are you f- pushing that in my face? Why are you so open about that? Why do you talk about that stuff so much? Nobody, nobody ever said anything to me like that. Uh, here's another one. I can walk in public holding my partner's hand, hug my partner, even kiss my partner in front of others without disapproval, comments, laughter, harassment, or threat of violence. I already kind of talked about that, but I like the way that that's worded. It's really specific. I can easily find a religious community that will welcome me and my partner. Another one on the list, I can talk openly about my relationship, my family projects, my vacations, my partner's activities, our family plans in personal and professional settings. Uh, Continuing the list, I'm guaranteed to find sexuality education materials for couples of my sexual orientation. I can disclose my pain if my relationship ends and expect that friends, family, and coworkers will notice and express their support for me. My gender identity is not challenged as a result of my sexual orientation. I can work with young children and not fear being accused of molesting, corrupting, or recruiting them to my sexual orientation. I can talk about my sexual orientation in casual conversation and not be accused of flaunting it or pushing it on others. I can volunteer or give money to organizations that discriminate based on sexual orientation and not be held accountable for the organization's stance when i rent a a movie watch tv listen to music or go to the theater i can be sure that my sexual orientation will be represented often and accurately i can date the person i'm attracted to beginning in my teens and throughout my life I'm guaranteed to find people of my sexual orientation represented in the school curriculum. I can live openly with my partner without the scrutiny, curiosity, or condemnation of others. People of my sexual orientation are well represented in the positions of power in my workplace. My relationship receives validation and blessing by my religious community. My individual behavior does not reflect on all people of my sexual orientation. I can expect social acceptance from my neighbors, colleagues, and new friends. In everyday conversation, the language used assumes my sexual orientation. Sex equals Heterosexual sex, family equals man, woman, and their children, spouse, husband, or wife of another gender. I don't have to hide or lie about the social events I attend when talking to coworkers or classmates. People don't assume that I am promiscuous or sex focused because of my sexual orientation. I am identified by my profession or interests rather than my sexual orientation. I have a life rather than a lifestyle. I can raise children without threats of state intervention and without my children having to be worried about which friends might reject them because of their parent's sexual orientation. I don't have to prepare my children for the people who may treat them badly because of their parent's sexual orient their parents' sexual orientation. People do not assume that I can magically identify all other heterosexuals. I feel secure that few hate crimes are targeted at people like me because of my sexual orientation. I don't ever have to justify my identity, my life, or my sexual orientation to people who think I shouldn't exist. I benefit from public recognition and celebration of my relationship. I get cards congratulating me on my union, and there are social, there is a social expectation that my relationship will be committed long and stable in marriage. I don't have to choose between spending significant family time. With my family of origin or my family of choice, I can assume that my family of origin will welcome or at least accept my partner. I can live every day without ever having to face, confront, engage, or cope with anything on that list. And there's more. And I didn't script this out and I don't have an ending. Really, I just wanted to say that I'm sorry. And also let me know how else I can help as a, as a heterosexual living in heterosexual privilege. What did I leave out? What did I say wrong? It's hard in today's time to go out and and actually say something because of the fear of saying it wrong, you know? And so as a white male heterosexual with the privileges of all three and the combination of those three, part of my privilege is I can say nothing. And for a long time, I said nothing. And I face zero consequences for saying nothing. And so, as I now say something, and that something is lacking, and that something is not everything that it could be, could have been, what words should I say? What words should I not say? What phrases are helpful? What phrases are harmful? I'd like to know. And for those of you that are listening that that we know each other and we're friends and or maybe you, you sent this to a friend, right? And, and now you're the friend listening, and you don't know me, but a friend sent this to you as as a heterosexual with privilege, I'm sorry for my silence. and we can make this a better place. We, we really can. We can make this. Society, this world more holistic with more equality. And so, for the heterosexuals listening, nobody's trying to get rid of your privilege. No one's trying to harm you for being heterosexual, I don't think. But it certainly is not my agenda. We're just trying to extend this and realize that everyone should be treated with equality and fairness for who they are.